Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. question um maybe so I, this is you haven't owned these glasses for very you've owned them for some time yes no when did you when did you get these glasses you're wearing currently? uh like thursday why why the sticker still on them that tells you the power of magnification on them then i know what power of magnification they are that that, that in no way bothers you the giant spot that's i don't the see it you see it i don't <laughs> Wait, why don't you see it? That doesn't. It doesn't. You really. It, doesn't it bother impedes you? my visual prowess by none. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you look like you have an insane mole on your face, though, because of the shadow that it casts under your eye. I realize that it annoys you, and that brings me more pleasure. <laughs> why, why does it bring you pleasure to annoy me? I'm nothing but lovable. Um, it's my own mini pearl. It's like having a, a, a tag on a hat that should have been cut off. But no, it dangles like like balls that don't produce sperm anymore. Is that mm. what balls that don't they dangle? Do they dangle more when they don't b- get juicy? They dangle more out? as you get older. Mm. Well, that is true. Dangly balls. <coughs> My semen don't dangle, dangle. It, it falls. falls. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome to the Quality Time Podcast with the best bit we've heard so far. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm, I'm a social butterfly. <laughs> You are an iron butterfly. Uh, <laughs> Cat scratch fever. I'm iron butterfly. Cat scratch fever. I love pussy. If it's a little kitten in my hands. <laughs> okay. Um, I like iron butterfly. We're back uh, again, alive in studio. It's nice to have the gang all here once again. Iron Maiden Butterfly. Ozzy sang awesome in that band. That is true. I, Ozzy I know. Did I'm Iron. Awesome. I'm Ozzy from Iron Maiden Butterfly. <laughs> this is all. This is all checks. This all checks. Everything he's saying right now. I'm really old. I'm Butterfly Bird Sabbath. So uh, that's my, uh, I'm Eric Woodworth. I'm joined by my, my lovely brother, Jeremy Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you, sir? How are you doing? I, I'm good. I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I did enough impressions. I'm done. This is it. The, no more impressions? Are you, this is at the end of the era? But as we approach episode 300, you're like, I'm I'll be, out I'll now? be back next week unless something really drama, dramatic happens. And I'll be real <laughs> bummed out and just like, fuck Are life. you bummed out today? Is that No, is that I'm feeling pretty on? good. I'm, I'm just getting on my like eighth beer. Okay. And I drank like four on the way. Okay. And, uh, you know. <laughs> so many dead people on the side of the road. 
Why do they walk in the middle of the day? You can always tell. <laughs> dumb. You, you don't need a GPS to follow Jeremy. You just follow the trail of uh, bouquets that are left by the side of the road. I already have my front of my car is already messed up. Another dead body is not going to hurt yeah, my what are you front gonna, of my car. Oh, you're going to fuck up my radiator more? Five-year-old child? Okay. Oh, don't make me wipe the blood off the tr- front of my truck. Whatever. <laughs> Enjoy also- your run on main roads. <laughs> I'm also joined by the very lovely, the the newly 30-year-old uh, Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you? I'm good. I'm actually not 30 until Wednesday, but I already feel oh, old and it decrepit. Was a lie by, birthday. By yeah. the time by the time most people hear this, though, you'll only be two days away. So it, at this point, you're 30. Okay. Sure. How does Fine. it How does it feel to know that you're not that nine months and 30 years ago your parents fucked? I mean that doesn't really that doesn't really bother me in any way, shape, or form. I I actually feel good knowing that I'm entering another year of just pristine puss. You know, like yeah. I just I've, I haven't let anybody in recently. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that this temple of goop. Dude, we're totally gonna renovated. have a threesome today. Well, 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 if Ashley's invited, maybe. Uh. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten more of an invitation like that from my wife in years. Oh, shit. Goddamn. <laughs> well, Jeremy, let me tell you, you definitely wake up all five of my senses. <laughs> can, 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 I, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Yeah. Do you mind if I, like, scratch psoriasis into your mouth while we're having sex? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jeremy, you, only... Wait a minute. Hey, do you... The question was, do you mind? <laughs> Oh, only if you scratch some into my ass first. <laughs> well, why do you have to go kinky? Jeez. Make me <laughs> make me into a weird flaky lava lamp. You Just let it go it weird, from top to bottom. I mean, bottom. your mouth is your mouth, but your butt? Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, the butt is the mouth of the south. <laughs> the the, the poop, poop and the flakes don't mix. <laughs> my flakes don't belong in shit. Hey. <laughs> Not here. Hey, you know what I want for my birthday? What's that? I wanted a sprinkle cake. So really, your flakes are just the sprinkles in my fudge brownie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, uh, it was great. I, 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 like went getting to a- good, I like getting judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went to Ashley's birthday party yesterday yeah. out in uh, Western Maryland, which was very lovely. <sighs> uh, and I might have... Have I picked up a stalker from your family now? Is that where we're at? Should we, oh. should we mention that I might have a stalker now? I mean, I wouldn't call him... I wouldn't call him a stalker. I mean, for you, it's just a fan. Um, but Eric has met my sister's boyfriend. Yeah. And which, he by really the way, likes I Eric. So the story you told me about your sister... Hey, I didn't. I barely talked to your sister. I was freaked out, so I feel bad. She was the only person I didn't talk sister. to. Well, sister, that's a different sister. Oh, that Eric. is. That is. I have two sisters, Eric. That's not. I messed up. Then I, she, hey, great. I gave her that treatment the whole time. I see you have a twin sister. <laughs> great. I so, see she returned to the dark side so, as well. So your sister, uh, your sister's boyfriend Jimmy was yeah. there, and now now Jimmy. Hey, multiple times he's like. Uh, we were we were outside uh, mm-hmm. the venue. We were smoking vape, and he he had to make a moment. He was like, "Hey, man, you're really cool." And I was like, "I don't know if I'm really, I don't know if I am. But it's it's cool, man." And then uh, I definitely said to him before we left, he was just he said I was really cool again. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Jimmy, out of all the people you met, I met here today, you're like top three. Yeah, which you're, was you're, so funny. <laughs> you're like top three. But I, and I I want Eric to feel good, but I also want you to understand. Maybe Jimmy just doesn't mean a lot of people you know and is that true is is jimmy secluded and well you know he goes to work at a restaurant comes home hangs out with my sister 
Mm, yikes. And, and then, <laughs> yikes. And then, you know, just plays video games. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, but, he seems like a he seems like a chill bloke. Yeah. But no, um I I so appreciate you coming. It was beautiful. It was wonderful to see you. Um I'm glad you got to spend time with my family and Jimmy also had um this thing. I hope we can talk more about Jimmy. But, sure. Um, now that your birthday was great, I loved it. Okay. I thought this was very weird. So Jimmy was vaping. Okay. Smoking. No, no, no. He was vaping. Uh. Very clear. But he had cigarettes. Yeah. And he said he's been. He's like, I only smoked four today. And he pulled out his cigarettes. And I've never, I've never seen this. Okay. I've never seen this from a few. Okay. He had, he had a personal hard case for his cigarettes. That, that oh, he, he rolls his own. He so these were rolled. On I'm top pretty of that. sure he rolls his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a big, they're a big, cool, fun, fun family. Um, you know, his his family's big into the type of stuff. You know, our audience is into. I was over there for Fourth of July, and his mom is very much the same as Jimmy. Because like, I barely know this woman, and she's like, "That's what you know." I love you so fucking much. Yeah. And I was like, I just my sister fucks your son. Like, I just. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> She's like, they're just. You're just so nice, and I'm like, I held the door for you, and I look down at her feet, and I go, "Do you know you're missing a shoe?" <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah, I spilled beer all over it, so I figured I could walk around with just one shoe for now." <laughs> she just like, walked around barefoot. There. With one shoe, she was wearing okay. one shoe. Yeah, and I was like, "All right, I see, I see where he gets." It. But no, they're super sweet. Um, I had a great time. But can I actually, real quick though, can I just talk about something unrelated to my actual party? Okay. So the day before, some of you may have heard this. I know Eric's aware of this. <coughs> I get a, a card in the mail, and I think it's a birthday card, and it says New Jersey on it. And I know some people up that way, and I'm like, okay, it's weird. There's no name. So I go inside, and I open it up, and there's a horse on the card. And I kind of fucking hate horses, but I'm like, whatever. And I open it. It is a handwritten card from a woman I do not know who says, hi, I'm a volunteer. Uh, with the ASPCA and you live in a district where we need to outlaw the human consumption of horses (laughs) 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 and this is a real fucking card that was what the card was for and as I'm reading it 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 like kind of gets me like confused and upset but I thought about it. Did you la- know that one in every 100,000 horses are consumed within <laughs> the you, U.S.? Did, did you shoot back an equal letter uh, of, of saying what a racist she was? Because there are plenty of Chinese people that don't eat horse. <laughs> well, so here's the deal. There's no return mailing on it. So I don't even actually know who sent it. Oh. But in the last 24 hours, though, I found out. I realized why she sent it to me. Oh yeah, because she has. So you were tar- You're saying this was a targeted yes, campaign towards you because okay. I'm under the impression she's heard about me eating donkey dick, <laughs> and she's like, "This little slut is probably <laughs> taking it one step further." Ah, oh, that can't be good for your self esteem. Where you're, you're looked at and you're like, "Yeah, that bitch eats a horse." <laughs> oh, Eric, I've had. <laughs> Horse, donkey dick, any tripod that I know in my social circle I've gone down on. Does, so. does it really count if you're eating like a whole cup of horse semen just one at a time? I mean, that's not like really eating horse. No, that we just call that Thanksgiving at the Woodworth household. Uh, 
good and times. Special cup of semen on Thanksgiving, yeah. Is that Elmer's glue? No, that's part of the shot later. Leave it alone, kids. That's not for arts and crafts. That's for daddy. <laughs> it, it's it's still sticky and it's still putting it in the Elmer's glue cup. <laughs> God, the idea of you two eating each other's semen is just disturbing. No, horse semen. Totally oh, different. right. Yeah, you guys aren't horses. Uh, Yeah. More she, like she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> we could get a hold of that much horse cum. <laughs> of course, you got to supplement. We do like a blend. You order a little bit, and then like it's like those blended whiskeys. Like if you get a Jack Daniels for some, this isn't their main t- aged for like forty <laughs> years. It's a little bit of that, and then a blend. If, so if we tried to sell Eric semen for money, they'd be like, "Hey, it's aged." 12 hours. <laughs> Man Dan- can't stop. Jack Daniels single barrel horse semen. <laughs> it's the best horse semen you can get from a single barrel. <laughs> right, Mila Kunis? That's right. I drink it all the time. Boys, we're missing the obvious. We need to call it Jack Off Daniels. <laughs> oh, yeah. I jack it off Jeff Daniels. Why don't we have yeah. Jack Daniels as Je- a sponsor yet? Jeff Daniels Jack. And that's where we jerk off Jeff Daniels. Oh, God. Man, man, I'm Jeff I Daniels. Would jerk off Jeff I Daniels. love being treated like an animal. Yeah, mm. do the thing from Dumb and Dumber and how uh, and how liberals and conservatives are both dumb. Do that. My, my favorite movie is uh, Death Wish because I raped a woman in the mouth. That's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff. Not. Oh, they're not, oh, aren't the man. same character. Bo- I would tag team both of them. They're not the same person. They're not, nice. but they're both daddies. I love that scene from Dumb and Dumber where he says how shitty mm. America is. <laughs> we, have, we have fallen so far from the Lord. Um. Uh, <laughs> hey, there. Hey, one more thing about your birthday, yeah. okay? which was lovely. It was a great little event. Thank I enjoyed you. myself. The other important question is, you, are you going to commit suicide just like Maude because 30 is the new 80? Actually, I'm going to wait till I'm 33, and then that way ruin Jesus for my parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at, at one part, <laughs> Ashley, and this isn't... <laughs> Ashley was a great host there. Oh, She's very nice the whole time, in and out. It's uh, just like the last host. That's greeted, how she killed herself. She greeted everyone while she was there. It was a good time. But, hey... There's this one thing that it made me really laugh, and yeah. I had to. I ribbed Ashley about this. And oh. she, she wasn't crazy about it. She was like, "Over there is uh the uh we have non-alcoholic water." And I was like, "Where's the alcoholic water?" That's not what I said. <laughs> you said. You said non-alcoholic water. I said non-alcoholic <laughs> drinks, and then Eric's like, and I was like, "There's water," and Eric's like, "What's the opposite? Alcoholic water?" <laughs> you know, he, said, he said. He said we have non-alcoholic water. Whatever. <laughs> Also, you know what else happened? Eric tried to, I guess, give me some sort of weird compliment, and I couldn't, I couldn't mentally process it. Oh, yeah, and so, then I was like, Eric called me ugly. Yeah, so I actually <laughs> thought I called her ugly. What I did was I said, uh, I was like, I was talking to uh, her dad, sweet Doug, shout outs, and uh, and her mom, and uh, I said, I was like, I was talking to Doug over there, and they, uh, you know, sometimes they say. I, you get it from your mama, but I checked out the cake on Doug. You get it from your daddy. And then you slump down like because that. Because I was, I was like, like, he's calling me ugly. No, I was just like, nah, Doug has got them juicy cakes back there. That's all I was trying oh. to say. So, and everybody else got it. And then I was like, why are you crying? I am so sensitive. I'm working on it. I've gotten better. That was like a, that was like a two versus a 10 on my emotional Richter scale. Like that was pretty good. I recovered. 
That was good. So, hmm. uh, out of all your birthday gifts, other than mine, what was your favorite gift? Because obviously mine won, I know. Yeah, not. I can't help it, Eric. The wine cooler was pretty tight, though. Oh, I was like, just I was about pretty... to say that, goddammit. But... I, I stepped on the lead. You I did. Apologize. But I apologize. no, I hate, I hate that he's right. Eric could spit in my face and slap me, and I'd be like, that's so sweet. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, but Eric, Ooh. Eric uh, is is right. Damn, my, get me hot now. My well, my my best my best girlfriend totally surprised me by getting me a wine like fridge, so it can hold like six bottles of Ooh, wine. Six. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, I can double fist them and like I can do it every day. Uh, so so that was fantastic. I got a lot of horror stuff. My dad got me the great shirt I'm wearing today from the movie The Burbs, which uh, says War Machine. Um, oh, I was wondering why it wasn't Don Quixote. <laughs> No, I, God, you guys know me. I love the Burbs. It's my favorite, favorite movie, and that is the so song. Wait, wait, wait. So that's that's Bruce Dern. It is Bruce Dern and his wife wrapped around his leg because that's I I know the song. When we first meet Rumsfeld, and we see his wife's sweet ass bending over dealing with their gardening, you just hear "I am your wall machine," and I'm like, yeah. You, you know, I met Bruce Dern, right? You have. And uh, he was a chiller. And of course, out of all the things I mentioned <laughs> in the 70s, he was on <laughs> Saturday Night Live. And he pretty much <laughs> berates the audience because he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I've done a lot of movies, a lot of, a lot of great parts. But you know what? All the good parts, you guys don't like that. You like it when I do the sick parts, <laughs> the sick roles. That's him. what you guys want. And I, I almost thought that he mentioned, um, I made this up in my mind later on. He's like, yeah, how about Silent Running? That's the one where I kill all my friends and then kill myself. You liked that part, didn't you? I love Bruce Stern. <laughs> but no, he is great. I and, and I love, he's probably the, the um, one of the top five greatest racists in mm. the, the last Tarantino film. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and of course, uh, Tarantino licks his, his colon clean. He's like, yeah, he does a Dernsey. Yeah, when you ask for a Dernsey, he gets a Dernsey. Well, it's one thing I can tell you. Quentin Tarantino, you write what you know. So uh, that's a good part. Hey, you were... <laughs> Jeremy, you were uh, you were mentioning, or I'm sorry, Ashley, you were mentioning uh, the Burbs. Yes. Are you familiar with Tom Hanks's maybe one of his greatest works that I have up on the screen here right now? No, I'm not. Uh, Jeremy, have you have you ever seen uh, Mazes and Monsters before? Of course, I saw it the, the first time it came out on TV. Okay, well, I just like to say this is this tour de force pro- performance by uh, the great Tom Hanks <laughs> at the end of Monsters and Mazes. When I saw this, I was like. This guy's going to be a fucking star. We're at the top, I think, of the World Trade Center currently. Um, And he's about to commit suicide. Uh, This was during the satanic panic for Dungeons and Dragons. And here here we go. Keep it to yourself. It's my life. Going to join the Great Hall. You can't. It's a trap. I have spells. I'm going to fly. (laughs) You don't have enough points. I am the maze controller. Chris, make peace. <laughs> Star maze, con- maze controller. Yes. And I have absolute authority in this game. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Game. <laughs> game. Oh. Freeze ray. Freeze ray. Freeze ray. 
I am not a smart man. JJ, what am I doing here? <laughs> Kate, why can't I remember? <laughs> Where's Michael Scolari? Oh, man. The magic of mazes and monsters. I, I have to say, that quote is actually something I say to myself constantly. Even when I first pulled into the driveway today, I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I can't remember. That's, a, that's exactly the same scene, except he's sitting on his couch naked, filled with a room full of garbage that hasn't been taken care of months and piss bottles everywhere. And all of a sudden the internet turns off of Elder Scrolls that he's been playing for like years straight. He's like, what am I doing here? Oh, Jeremy, do you want another hug? I didn't ever play <laughs> Elder Scrolls. I'm oh. all about Call of Duty, a real My game. Bad. By the way, by set, the way, I, by set, the way. I set a new record killing five people in a single game of Call of Duty yesterday and Ooh. almost won the last... I almost won a solo in it. Oh, nice. Oh, my All gosh. Right. Well, bring out that hog, brother. I, you know what you get. Woo! Five people oh, in a no. single solo game. Oh, and Ashley, the next game. I need you to turn your, divert your eyes as I give my brother some brotherly love. <laughs> and, the, and the next game I played, oh, yes, I was killing a team in solo. I just didn't kill the third person. Son of a bitch. Playing teams in solo, I'm like, I'm not going to report you. I love killing teams. I um, love killing teams. Damn it's a shame you're married. Fuck, dude. Um, this is... <laughs> uh, Jeremy. You can't take me down a notch because I am high as a kite today from I Call of Duty. I know you're high as a kite, Black man. Ops 4, baby. Fuck yeah. A game that's four years old now. You're the master of it now. and I. Oh, by the way, the kid it. at work, he's like 17. Yeah. He told me the Vanguard wasn't any good. Yeah. Instead mm. yeah. of bullshit. Yeah. I believe that. I played a little bit of Modern Warfare until they got raped this week. Yeah. My favorite was like looking in one direction and a guy comes up right behind me and just shoots me outright and I never even saw it coming. I love that. I had a show with Eric this week on Tuesday. Oh God, the sweat box. And I forgot about the sweat box. I had a show with Eric on Tuesday and I never told Eric this, but I thought Eric showed up and I run over to this. <laughs> <laughs> I ran over to this truck. Isn't it really called the bright box? No, we were. It is the sweat box. Oh no, no! This is a this was a shitty venue in uh, Baltimore. You don't even want to mention it. I won't. It was the state uh, the state fair yeah. in Catonsville. It used to be. You remember the friendlies in Catonsville, Jeremy? Yeah. It's been converted into an outdoor indoor bar over there now it's called the state fair oh i stopped there for bills this week to look at guitars and as soon as i got out of my truck there was a dollar on the on the street Fuck so yeah. we, we performed outside in the tented area of mm -hmm. that on a, a tuesday tent? yeah it was an outdoor tent in a parking lot of the of the state fair and i when i tell you that my balls produced a gatorade's bottle worth of fucking sweat yeah i'm not lying is no, that, i is hugged that, i hugged oh, that's hyperbole no i hugged eric at one point and i was like Ugh. it's like eric's back is made of pussy and it was just soaked um <laughs> It was it was it was gross. Um, so so anyways, I think I had a back that Megan the Stallion would kill for. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my my husky friend, you're Megan the Scallion. Um, so anyways, um, this truck pulls up, and I think it's Eric, and I'm excited <laughs> to see him. <laughs> so 
So I run over because I see a middle-aged man built like Eric wearing a reflector vest. And I run up to his car and I go, Eric! And it's not Eric. It is a, a sad worker, day worker with his wife and also two children and uh i had to pretend like i i didn't do that so i you, had to back away from you the got car. the multiverse of madness eric woodworth which is just <laughs> most white men in america yeah <laughs> All right, no, yeah this this eric this eric was still <laughs> uh, no i i just didn't tell you because i was so embarrassed and brian preston had to pretend he didn't watch me run over to a truck like a small child and be uh, like daddy hey, uh actually that wasn't eric <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, so it's hey, it's not my fault. Eric bought the most generic white guy truck in the U.S. What a, a Dodge Ram? Yeah, there's a lot of Dodge Rams out there. But yeah. listen, you never notice them until you're looking for them, though. I'm telling you. Well, there's lots of also Tundras out there. Lots of Toyotas, okay? Silverados. Lots of sil- yeah, a lot of Chevy guys out there. Yeah. I just happen to be a Dodge. I, don't, I just my perception's been so off that also when Eric pulled up, I thought Eric was drinking in the car, and I went to yell at him for it, and then I realized it was a Red Bull. Yeah, so. yeah, I was just drinking Red Bulls. Yeah, turning. I'm up. out of touch. Having a good time, but no, this show was so fucking sweaty. But so. hey, that show that 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 I came to, uh, the crowd was there. This is this is rare, okay? Where I am. I was the guy that brought all of the people there to watch the show, right? Like, oh, it was obvious. Other than the comics, <laughs> there there were uh, there was two. There was a black couple that I didn't know, and then there was that other table of African American folks that yes. were sitting next to the comics table yes. that uh, definitely didn't like you. <laughs> well, it's not they didn't like you, but the one guy was like, "She don't want none." I was like, "What is this guy that doing?" Was, that was weird as shit, and I even pointed it out. She goes, "She goes." That guy, hey, this guy goes, she don't want the smoke. I was like, what smoke are you talking about? I brought it up on stage. I was like, I've never had someone want to fight me over what I'm saying about my old tar pit body. Like, I couldn't understand that. I also heard him say something else about, like, to a waiter. He was just like, you don't want none of this. I was like, one of what? This guy, by the way, he looks like a literal walking meatball. Like, he didn't didn't look tough for anything. It was very very funny. It was very bizarre. I couldn't quite figure it out. But also, in my own credit, I was not told I was hosting until I got there. That is fair. And I was like, oh, I should have just guessed because I'm a woman. So, uh... So look, I see this go down. Um, I the, everybody else that was there though, I had uh, a group of, of rugby friends that showed mm-hmm. up. My friend L.A. and Toad, which was nice, and uh, Pete Wrestler and his sweet wife uh, Carissa, mm-hmm. and then uh, a bunch of old people from Coco Lane that used to come to the Coco oh. Lane show that were like regulars there. They all showed up too. So like, I knew most of the people that were there, and it I felt was, it felt kind of nice. I was so happy for you. Also, I call my asshole Coco Lane. <laughs> So, all right, are we ready to get into tonight's tale of uh, troublesome woe and stuff like that, I guess? I don't know where I'm going with this. Absolutely. Are we ready, though? Uh, Hold on. I'm always ready. Today, we're going over a movie that I saw actually in the movie theater in 1997. (sighs) It was a double feature day with me and my friend Sean Laskowitz. I saw this movie, and I also saw... Uh, right before this, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the sequel to the original Mortal Kombat movie, which maybe is one of the worst films I've ever watched. Eric, um, stop. There's no towel underneath me. <laughs> so, Alien Resurrection, uh, 1997, the fourth installment of the uh, the Alien franchise. And honestly, 
over time, this movie has truly grown on me. Yes. It really, it really has. It's a fun installment into the... Uh, uh, into the Alien franchise, mm-hmm. especially as I grew to like uh, horror comedy and stuff like that, mm. it's definitely the silliest of all the aliens yes. by far. Like, there's just gags, and there's a general that just sucks l- literal lemons in the movie. Just, it, it's ridiculous uh, for all the right reasons. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I look back because you have to understand there is somewhat of a uh, an age gap between me and the boys, and I, I will say. It would have been at least a decade after it came out that I would have discovered it. Um, it looking backwards, I absolutely can tell that it's a Joss Whedon piece. I think that seems yeah. that seems very obvious, but obvious, um, very like indicative of the times because I think the way it was shot and the color schemes and everything. I think we saw a lot of horror movies at that time give off the same vibes. Yeah, I. Uh, they do a lot of... Uh, it's funny. I watch this movie with the commentary on. Uh, mm-hmm. I have this on, on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So I watch it with commentary. And uh, the director, uh, who is uh, Jean-Pierre Junette, who is a super French guy, uh, keeps talking about how he's like, oh, I love the sets in the... You know, the set designers, they put lots of lights underneath, so it always was lots of lights showing up at people. Um, I also... I also love how uh, so this this uh, director who I think this was like one of his like first really big movies he got to do. Yeah. Um, he the only other movie I know that Jean Pierre Jeunette ever did was uh, and I've never watched any of these. It a very long entanglement in two thousand four. I do remember the movie like vaguely of uh, Emily or it's like A Emily A Emily uh, and uh, I couldn't name you one more movie he's ever done outside of that. But wait, um, so he did he did Emily and then a very long entanglement? Yes. Well that's I didn't know he directed that because I did a movie called A Very Long Entanglement and it was about my my bush. <laughs> very long entanglement. You're you're basically you're are you saying your your pussy hair is basically the movie Tangled and you just you can you can escape a prison with it? No, the only difference is that girl got her prince charming. <laughs> Uh, so apparently he was uh so bad at at, at when he first showed up to start directing this movie he spoke almost no english and needed (laughs) constantly to have a translator but he said by the end he was like me and sigourney weaver we could actually talk without speaking i would always look at her after a scene and we both would know whether we needed to reshoot or if it was good Are we sure that we're pronouncing Sigane Sig- Weaver's name correctly? Uh, how, how do you think it should be pronounced? I thought it was Sigane because that's the way um, Al Sharpton pronounces it. Sigane? <laughs> Sigane. Sigane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I won't lie. I almost watched the wrong movie because there was another movie I found. And in fact, Eric's name was on it and it said Alien Insurrection. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, you, that if it was a movie that I had in my collection, it would be called Alien Erection. And it's a fun... <gasps> I started that. <laughs> my name was Nipley. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, the uh, the writers, uh, you, you, which are very very uh, very very uh, well known to the series and to other sci fi things, uh, Dan O'Bannon, of course, the original creator of Aliens, uh, and uh, of course the great Joss Whedon, who is uh, in recent years uh, he, not a good guy. Uh, people don't like the Joss Whedon these days. 
but uh, it sucks because I do love his work. I won't lie. I mean, do you love his work or do you just like Firefly? Um, oh my god, fuck it's all, you! It, it's all about the Avengers. <laughs> well, no, fuck you. I I love Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods is pretty fun. Okay, all yeah. right. Listen, that's god, fair. that's fair. I feel like you know what, Jeremy? It's you and me now. It's all about Ultron. But is it is is Joss Whedon's a bad person though in general? That, yes. Well, that is that is the story that he's less than than kosher. There was a long time that I thought um, Joss Whedon uh, and Zack Snyder were the same person in my head, and I thought for years that Zack Snyder was the bad guy uh, in things. Well, I um, I, but hate, I realized that all the stories were about Joss. Whedon. I hate to God, Eric's gonna. Eric might cry. Look, but. If, if pedophiles can't make movies, who's going to make movies in Hollywood? <laughs> Good point. He's not Good wrong. Point. Yeah, I don't want to. I know. I know this is going to break Eric's heart, but like, man, when it comes to comedy, before I knew Eric, I mean, God, I, I kept calling him Chris Lawrence. Who's oh, who's who's, who's going to help sell Subway subs other than pedophiles? <laughs> hey, guys, have you guys ever heard the? Uh, Sorry, Ty, since you mentioned Jared from Subway, have you ever heard the Tom Segura story about how he was almost a spokesman for yes. Subway? <laughs> so good. He, so this was before the whole Jared saga of like him fucking children came out, but there was a story where Tom Segura, this was going to be his big breakout. Mm-hmm. They wanted to start marketing that like, yeah, you could eat Subway subs and lose weight, but also you can make fatty subs. So he was going to be the spokesman of like the fatty sub (laughs) versions of Subway subs. And not that he was just a fat Tom Segura. No, he was going to be fucking uh, 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 Jared's brother. Jared's brother, who was a fat slob named like Tyrone fucking. And he was, it was like a black name and everything. What a horrible marketing ploy to be like, hey, you could look like this guy or you can stay nice and fat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the, the idea of just like, he was like, and the whole thing is like, we do live performances and he'd be all skinny and I'd just be shoving meatballs in my mouth wherever I went because maybe, I look like a slob. Maybe they could get like Artie Lang to be the new Subway spokesman. Yeah, yes. I love a good big uh, Subway sub done with a lot of heroin. Yeah. Can I get a, hey, can I get a, uh, let me get a eight ball of uh, me, of meatball sub. Uh, <laughs> I know. I would love for him to do a, to be the new spokesperson for like Flonays. <laughs> <laughs> with his fucking caved in ass shit. Hell yeah. Who needs a nose when you have Flonays? So this cast is uh, <laughs> the story of <laughs> the story of this movie is 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 pretty fun. This is 200 years after the death of Ellen Ripley from uh, Alien Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Whaling Yutani has found some of her DNA and has been uh, cloning her over and over again. So that now we finally have an Ellen Ripley that is a really pure, uh, powerful, half-human, half-alien hybrid clone, <sighs> along with a crew of space pirates. She must battle against the deadly aliens to stop them from reaching Earth. And uh, a really fun cast of characters. Like when you look back at 1997, you get, of course, the great Sigourney Weaver, who's going to do a great job. Uh, you have Winona Ryder. This is uh, close to like near her like prime i guess this is a prime winona Ryder movie even though she uh, should have been making beetlejuice 2 during this even though she's kind of terrible in this movie i will admit like i don't like her in this movie at all um 
you also get a, a very young. This is the first movie I ever remember seeing Ron Perlman in. Love um, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman with his when he acts like a fucking ape when you first meet him. He's like, hoo, hoo, hoo. I was like, these fucking. <laughs> I was like, by the way, that is definitely something a French guy would do. He's like, maybe if you act like a monkey when you throw the knife at him, we will we will understand that you are more primitive. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ron Perlman has like really weird am i right like kind of has like odd features like he's got a really big head he's kind of a block built guy uh there's just something about him that yeah screams incel he, he looks perfectly normal for any uh coen brothers film he yeah. looks he looks like how like if if you guys ever remember uh beauty and the beast it yeah looks like the the tv show yes he looks like a shaved version of the beast. yeah like he right? feels animalistic as a person yeah he looks right. like he looks like a man as a he looks like a minx cat as a man yes um. <laughs> i feel like he was great as hellboy yeah. well real quick if you don't mind me also saying this is kind of perfect timing that you picked this because the leader of that group is michael wincott and we're about to see him in um the new movie coming out a few a few weeks nope oh yeah michael yeah. wincock is in that yeah oh, he's yeah. he's a very important player apparently to that film all right yeah. well, i'm excited about that yeah um so uh yeah you have michael wincott who plays elgin uh he's like the i forget what his actual part in this particular movie was well he's the he's like the leader of this crew yes yes okay yeah yeah and uh, uh, that's what he's from though he's also the bad guy from the crow though don't ever forget I that. I didn't want to bring it up if I'm being perfectly honest. I That's can only I, was trying to I can only accept so many messages from Chris when he's like, "Hey, I, I appreciate you bringing up my favorite film." My, Michael Wincott also just sounds like <laughs> at the age of twelve he smoked a pack of Marlboro Reds a day. It's a real grizzly. Is it voice. weird that I have like a thing for that? It's a nice voice. It's kind of like hey, he, he would choke on. you. Yeah, I sound like Tom Waits, but with more lung cancer. Uh, he uh, eats ass. Nice. <laughs> he eats ass 100 percent uh you also uh you also have a, a couple other great little cameos in here brad dorif uh, i love uh, horror legend who plays Perfect. like the lead science officer in this and has just one really great scene where he's like looking face to face the alien <laughs> so i was watching the commentary on this part mm. and uh the guy who's actually in the alien suit whose name eludes me at this moment he's like yeah he was like you know i don't get to, the thing about being an alien suit most of the time people don't talk to you until it's your scene so yeah. but when it's in your scene you're like oh, i'm so happy people are interacting with me because i'm in this hot suit right now yeah. but he said he was like i remember all i do is just kind of like pull some levers and stuff and my face is in here moving it around yeah. but he's just like but i remember looking at brad duraf and i was like that guy looks fucking scary well like tell me if i'm wrong boys but like i feel like brad duraf has very piercing eyes i feel like he's someone that looks into your soul when you're dealing with him no he is probably the best retarded actor of all time from his retarded role in one flew over the cuckoo's nest amazing movie and he's great in it i, I mean, agree that is that blows away sean penn or <laughs> or tom hanks any day i won't lie i would totally fuck him in cuckoo's nest oh uh, yeah. can i go back can i go back to elgin that he uh he really had a good part in the doors where he was the uh the voice of reason uh, oh. against val kilmer's um val kilmer's pretty much only role as as jim morrison he's like hey uh i'm listening to you uh jim here but uh, uh he's he's not here jim's here but he's not here i don't i don't hear him you know, you you, you got to make another hit here. The you know, the door's over. 
So, so that's that's my Elgin oh. from the Doors. You know, that so, was a good part. Jeremy, I like that you said that um, Brad Dourif is on your Mount Rushmore of people who play retarded people. But yeah, yeah. you you failed to mention the actor who is literally playing the retarded person in this very movie, Dominic. Are you talking Pignon, about uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Play, who plays Virus, the guy in the wheelchair, who is definitely highly functioning autistic. There's no okay. question about it. I panic because I'm like, we're talking about retarded people, and then Eric's like. Like, hey, if you're in a wheelchair, you're also retarded. <laughs> Shut up, you dumb bitch. The idea that God gave you the idea that God gave you a buy one get one sale. <laughs> I was like, you're you're too dumb to know how to make your legs work, idiot. Uh, by, by the way, <laughs> by, by the way, my my most uh, one of my top ten um, <laughs> most embarrassing moments. Oh no, gosh, I did this. I did this in real life. Was I, I went to a chiller and I met the guy who <laughs> from American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Yeah. He actually had, um, I think, freaky little arms that were they were like mm-hmm. not real arms because he's he's a freak. Yeah, yeah. And of course, he was sitting down at his table, and I said, um, "So you're like um, a, a little person?" He's like. Now I'm not. And he stood up just to show that he wasn't a midget. He was so offended that I called him a midget. He was like, a listen, crazy. buddy, I'm four foot eleven. <laughs> and I hadn't seen all the show Freak Show, but I knew he was he was freaky. There, then, was, there was the, the other The next woman. thing you know, as soon as he said that, Jeremy checked his pockets and all of his gold was gone. <laughs> oh, my God. You're not a leprechaun. <laughs> well, it. Jeremy, look, if you can wait another 20 years when osteoporosis starts it's making me shorter because I'm already five foot. Oh, and then we can get together and make some osteosoriasis. <laughs> Ooh, I, I don't want it unless her spine looks like Indiana Jones's whip. You know, <laughs> when diabetes takes your last limb and you're just a little potato and <laughs> The best you can go is roll around on your skateboard with your tiny little nub still moving along. You're still moving, but you're a potato on a skateboard. (laughs) Jeremy, I'm perfect for you when both my bone mass and my self-esteem have reduced. Look over there. You see your bowl of slop. Now roll over in your your skateboard and get your bowl of slop for the... (laughs) Your bowl of slop. I got plenty of Burger King ketchup packets to make your uh, meal tonight. You better be happy with that. Mm, uh, <laughs> I care about the freaks in my life. <laughs> I'm a monster. So uh, I also could take care of the elephant man if I beat him enough every night. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, I don't care about your elephantitis. It's named after you, ain't it? <laughs> You freaky son of a bitch. There's also, hey, there's two more actors, actually three more actors I want to go over. Uh, one is uh, Dan uh, Hedaya, uh, who is uh, most famously, I know him as the father from the movie Clueless, uh, who plays the main General Perez in here. Um, I love him. Yes, and he's so, so uh, he's super hairy too, because yes. when the aliens finally get out at one point, 
he has like all of his hair like yes. that. Yes. And I, I was watching the director talk about it. He's like, you know, I asked him if he would do it completely shirtless, but he said no. And I was like, but we did tease his hair to, on his arms to make it look like it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he does have the body type of a ferret. Um, but I love him. You know what else he was in when I was growing up as a kid that I really loved? If I'm not mistaken, he, I believe, is in uh, The Addams Family. He plays. Correct. Yeah. I, there's he's a great sort of character actor he's a great side feature who's really funny really bizarre i i think he's fantastic he gives off a man that has like a hundred dollar bill at a restaurant and he only tips you two dollars oh yes a hundred percent yes yes he's just like what she only gave us coffee two times yeah <laughs> he's like it's a it's a tough economy she needs to earn it yeah fester give me the code to get into the vault yeah a hundred percent he's got those strong vibes for sure uh you also have the great Raymond Cruz. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa, you, whoa, 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 whoa. We are not done with Dan Hedaya. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, you guys aren't even old enough. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why we don't know about it. Number one. Um, <laughs> Danny, Danny DeVito's wife. It, Rhea Perlman. Rhea okay. Perlman is, of course. Ron Perlman's sister. <laughs> I don't know if that part's true. I made that part up. Is is of course was a love interest with Dan Hedaya in 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 Cheers. Oh oh okay. And the offshoot from Cheers was called The Tortellis, starring Dan Hedaya. And of course, let's not forget his great role in the original Coen Brothers Blood Simple. Oh, I haven't seen Blood Simple. I'm not no. familiar with this piece of work, Jeremy. Um, That's also my nickname. Hey. hey. <laughs> Hey, the worst thing you can do to Jeremy is say you haven't seen a movie because he immediately does this thing like, fucking shit, you haven't? You haven't seen this movie that 10 people have seen? What are you, fucking loser? Yeah, who's seen a Coen Brothers film? <laughs> no, That's no, no. bullshit. I've never even heard of this movie before. It's the first Coen Brothers film. It's great. I thought, it was, I thought that was Four Rooms was their first one. Blood Simple. Okay. I, 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 I'll, I will check the Eric, I'll give you some blood simple later. <laughs> I will I will cut back in when we talk about the other guy who's in Miller's Crossing. Okay. Well, uh, uh, let me go about the... I, I only have two more people I, that I'm, I'm going to bring I'm sorry. I was in shock when I saw that Dan Hedai was still alive on MTV. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we also have the great Raymond Cruz, which I know him uh, for really... I, I know him best from the movie Training Day because he talks about getting your shit pushed in. You ever had your shit pushed in, bro? I don't um, like how Eric yeah, yeah, I had my shit pushed in. No, um, I, I don't like this, Eric. I took two emodiums yesterday for the hell of it, and now I haven't shit in over 24 hours. But there's this current viral Damn, you video. you really backed me up. There is this current viral video that's going around with the great uh, Raymond Cruz, and okay. I'll play for you guys here. You right really now. back me up like a block of cheese. <laughs> this is the end of Avengers. Yes. <laughs> yeah! Awesome. Oh, yeah! Wow! This kick's like a meal with his balls wrapped in duct tape. Wow! Tight, 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 tight. Yeah! Uh, blue, yellow, pink. Whatever, man. Just keep bringing me that. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Damn, man, look at that, look! I knew it. Somebody, who's crystal in the South Valley but me, There you go. The great Breaking Bad Avengers Endgame mashup. 
Go that ahead was and so look much up. better than the real Avengers. And if you guys want to check that out yourself, look up Tuco Salamanca beats Thanos by taking crystal meth. It's a great video online. I'm pretty much sure that that's how Doctor Strange has his powers. That I he would goes say through accurate. Time. I would say that's accurate. Uh, and the last guy I wanted to bring up, Jeremy, and I'm not sure if this is who you were looking for, but uh, Leland Orisser, uh, who I remember most vividly from have the movie seen, Seven. Have you caught up? Have you caught up with Better Call Saul before Monday's? Um, I haven't. Agree I with hate you. you. It was that I one. I hate you. You haven't that, seen the end of the boys. It was that one cock that I sucked, and then as soon as I sucked it, I was like, I don't need to watch. This Better is this Call is Saul this is anymore. this is what Eric does. <laughs> this is what Eric does. He gets me into shows like, hey, you might want to check this show out. This show is awesome. And then he stops watching it. Well, so I can't I talk to it. him about it. I it's, can't talk to him. It's not that I stop watching it. It's like, I'll watch it eventually, man. There's only so many hours in a fucking day, Jeremy. Jer- I want to talk to you about the show. Well, I haven't seen it yet. Jeremy, <laughs> boys do the same thing with me. They're just hoping I'll latch onto somebody else so they can move on with their life. Have you seen Better Call Saul? <laughs> I, I have, but I, I'm not an avid watcher. It's the last season. It's the last six episodes. Oh, sorry. It's go ahead, really it, it makes Just my Mondays. Ahead. It makes my Mondays. I love Mondays now. I'm so I can't happy. wait till Mondays. That Mondays is when Better you. Call Saul comes out, and I will stay up late and be work and be late late for work on Tuesday. Well, that's oh. good. I mean, I'm glad you like a thing. It's what what does this have to do with the great with the movie Alien Resurrection? That's all I mean. Uh, Tuco, who is in yeah. Better Call Saul and Raymond Breaking Cruz, Bad, yes, um, okay, and and yes, that's very involved. Yeah. I know he. Uh, you know he has to be, and I'm sorry, uh, Jeremy. I'll watch it so you don't yell at me. I why don't we watch? Why don't we just just watch another alien movie that has the movie Alien has nothing to do with aliens? I live alone, and I forgot what it's like to be in a room with men for more than an hour. Men, we're so filled with so much estrogen. This uh, this <laughs> movie also because of the government. This movie also <laughs> features another great bit part. I've never seen this guy in a movie for more than ten minutes at a time. Okay, okay. and this is the fella right here. I'll pull him up for y'all to see. This is a. Uh, Oops, not that lady. Let's get a full screen. Leland uh, Orser. <gasps> yes. So he plays the guy who uh, actually ends up getting infected by an alien. But I remember him most from the movie Seven because I saw the movie Seven and this is the thing that shook me the most from it is oh. he's the guy that has to fuck the lady to death with the giant knife dildo and it's just his thing. He's just like, he made me hook her. <laughs> like that. And I, I just remember watching that and like when it came out of like, this is fucked up, dude. Well, Eric, I can't even watch this. I know his face very well. Are you able to tell me semi-quickly what else he's in that I would recognize him from? Um, he's in the movie Taken. He's in Alien yes. Resurrection. He's in yes. The Bone Collector. Yes. Um, uh, he's in American Gigolo, a TV series. <laughs> he's in... <laughs> Am I, is, was he in a movie with... Um, I could be wrong, but was he in a movie with... Uh, Julianne Moore called uh, The Forgotten by any Hold chance? On. I'm so sorry to derail us, but I, I'm I wanna, searching I and I'm not seeing I want to be an actor okay. that says, I was an American gigolo. The TV <laughs> No, but but but, <laughs> but Eric's right though. He's done so many like bit parts in huge yeah. movies. I do love him. Generally speaking, if like you're <sighs> casting somebody with the with the character trait looks like a pussy, then this is the guy <laughs> that you get every single time. Do you know time. how bad so do good. you know how bad it hurts to be to be passed over for a role and they cast this man instead of <laughs> yeah. my my sweet puss? <laughs> 
I am already <laughs> casting you in um, Baby Eater, so. <laughs> oh! Been upgraded. Hell okay. yeah! I thought, okay. that, I thought those plans for the sequel, Bride of uh, Baby Eater, Ooh. like Bride of By the way, but Bride of. Uh, I'm sorry. The next Baby Eater will be Baby Eater goes to Washington. Well, oh, I was okay. gonna. Well, that's perfect because when people call me a baby eater, I just assume they're referring to the fact that I swallow. <laughs> All right. Also, um, uh, Baby Eater Three will be Baby Eater goes to college, and Eric will have to do his best Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, I'm Rodney Dangerfield. Music by Danny Elfman. So, I do. I do love this movie. I want to talk about a couple of things, right? So we have this new Sigourney Weaver. She doesn't know exactly who she is. Is, but she's got fucking special alien powers. Her blood can uh, is still red. It has a little bit of uh, acid <laughs> in it. Like it can melt like that, but not as strong. It's not as strong as like straight up xenomorph. It's, blood, it's just though. like me though, because I'm really sweet. But there's just a little bit of acid in there sometimes. <laughs> My blood has acid in it. All the leaves are brown. <laughs> leaves are brown. Which, and the sky is gray. Which, can and we talk about how uncomfortable gray. her hairless like body is? In all these tanks, oh, right? Like, yeah. is it me? But there's something really unsettling about her completely hairless, semi-adult body. Yeah, relax, grow some eyebrows, you fucking loser. Um, <laughs> I'm only four months old. Look at my jawline, guys. Uh, if I had been in the tank, they'd be like, "Why the fuck is cousin it in this?" <laughs> I and this is a thing I like about this. I, I Instead love, of Josh, I, lo- I love the scene where Brad Dourif and Sigourney Weaver have a jaw off. <laughs> Who has a stronger jaw, me or Brad Dourif? I'm not sure. Honestly, God, you, I'm glad you pointed that out. That because Brad Dourif might be Guy Sigourney Weaver. Like it's strong. There's a lot of no. I dated Guy there. Sigourney Weaver, and I told him when I got drunk and I moved to Australia, <laughs> and I text my old boyfriend Zach. Sorry, Zach. And I shout out. And I sent him a picture of Sigourney Weaver, and I was like, I just wouldn't let you know. I'm really proud of you that you keep working at your age. <laughs> I'll say you a picture later. Your jaw, man. So we, it uh, looks so hot as if it could just bite my dick off in a second. So I like... Uh, so this outpost uh, uh, space station, it's kind of like this giant ship. They're doing alien uh, uh, testing. Mm-hmm. They not only have cloned uh, Sigourney Weaver back with weird alien powers, but they also have somehow cloned an entire fucking queen alien that they have on the ship mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of uh, 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 xenomorphs here and there, right? Well... I, I, uh, well, or see, at least the eggs. They've definitely cloned the eggs of them. Well, but see, here's my question, and this is and this is legitimate. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. This is my question. So, I know they clone her, but I guess my understanding is they clone her when she had been impregnated with the alien, because yeah. that's the only way they'd be able to to get those features in her. Yeah. Um. But she goes, I know it's a queen. At one point. Is she referring to the next generation or the fact that the queen we see in the movie came from her? I think it all came from her. They came off of that okay. xenomorph. But the thing they can't make is uh, is the life cycle. Like, they could clone, uh, obviously, eggs. They can clone a whole fucking queen. But what they need to do is have, like, the whole life cycle and something, whatever. But that's the whole premise of these pirates coming in. They're going to bring in human uh, specimens into this right. place. 
right. so that the eggs can then uh, fertilize a bunch of them and they can study okay. them. It's kind of a wild concept. I hate that Joss Whedon makes it constantly jokey in this because yeah. like alien is con- it has always been had a very serious tone and this feels like x-men one and two of just like hey we said something serious and we're like hey but you know about this this guy has goofy arms goo, 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 like that well, they do shit like that this constantly. week on bravo the new show <laughs> the show you've been waiting for from josh whedon that's right RuPaul's alien genetic drag queen. <laughs> well, so so here's my thing. I, I see what Eric is saying, and I don't disagree. Here is actually part, and I can now articulate this, why I like this movie. Eric recently shared with me his copy of Bloodline from the alien comics, like yes, the graphic yeah, novels. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. What we which we see later in the movie, we see the hybridization of this creature yeah, yeah. and i actually think it really aligns with that series to some extent and i think it's very fucking cool and kind of a natural progression of what we'd see in this film series well i, I that's what i will say my favorite thing about this movie it's not it's not the the idea of the overall story. I actually like where they take the story. Yes. That Wailing Nutani will never stop. They are going to keep fucking with it and yeah. keep trying to think that they're the engineers of the fucking alien or whatever. Yeah. I like that part. I hate that they just do these dumbass gags that yes. are not they're not well written. Like Joss Whedon gets way too much fucking credit. He's yeah. an o- he's an okay writer. He's really truly he's okay. All right, and I, I dare you to look back at what happens in some of this movie and you think. That was a good. That was a good I'm decision. I'm not saying some of it wasn't bad, but I also unfortunately think he is better than we like to admit. You have to also understand, Joss Whedon is also responsible for Toy Story. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear raped me. Um, I didn't want to say it out in front of you guys, right there. <laughs> it had to be Buzz Lightyear because there's no way Eric's getting a Woody. <laughs> to your anus and beyond. <laughs> But no, I this it, it still really is a very fun movie. Yeah. So just to kind of move the story along a bit, uh, the pirates get on. The way they get guns on is really great. The wheelchair. I'll be using is, power tools. The, the, they sneak in guns by two ways. The pirates use the wheelchair, which mm-hmm. actually dismantles, so you can make it into a fucking cool shotgun. Yeah. And also, Ron Port Perlman is like, "It's just my giant thermos," which literally is just a gun inside of a yeah. thermos. It's so fucking stupid. He's like, "What? A hardworking pirate like me can't bring his coffee that's eight foot long onto a fucking ship? What are you, a nerd?" Can, can we just call him Ron Portman from now on? Yes, yes, you can. Um, Of course, they immediately take their human cargo, impregnate them. Aliens come out. There's a weird scene with Brad Dourif where he looks at the alien face to face. Uh, But the aliens are fucking smart. They know how to get out. They actually sacrifice one of their own by fucking eating them to death so that all the blood gets everywhere and they just melt through the floor and Which get out. Which is so smart. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are on a different level and you're not ready and now they're everywhere. I do the same thing to other women in comedy. I'm like, you're going to be a sacrifice so the rest of us can get booked. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Violet Gray. Oh, oh, no. God bless you, Violet. I love you. So these aliens get out, but I do love... What uh, the fuck is this? Uh, immediately, Brad Dourif gets yoked up, which is sad because I wanted to see more of Brad Dourif in the movie, and you don't see him again until like the very until end, Exodus which is kind of sad. Well, uh, I, I do agree with Eric that I do... like. Who doesn't want more of Brad Dourif? But 
I feel like we're so perfectly set up to watch his demise because yeah. he has like this weird sexual almost fetish with the alien yeah. that I'm like, yeah, you're going to get what you want and you're going to get God, I won't lie though, guys. Do you wish do you wish that there was like a a sexual scene between Brad Dourif and the alien where the alien's little mouth comes out and goes straight into his asshole? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, no, I've uh, never thought of that. God, have you guys, have you, what, uh, have what you, do you want? The, the whole point was you understanding a gesture and not bringing up, can I have a beer from, from, from you? Is that all right? I'll take a regular Budweiser, <laughs> thanks. But I was just hoping you'd understand the drinky. I society. kind of understood, but I just wasn't sure. Keep going. Just keep going. Don't don't let me stop you. Okay, we're good. So let so, me get a beer. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I gotta say, I also am gonna like take a very weird stance. I'm gonna say that I feel that this movie started the whole uh, like tentacle like dildo movement where you can now get like a, a an alien small mouth that goes inside your puss. Look, I'm really offended that you'd make the Geiger thing into something sexual. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an alien. You have to make it sexual. Hey, look, if you can't have a little dick, you'll take a little mouth. <laughs> He's but just that, a normal German. That brings us to, uh, honestly, this is my favorite kill of the movie, is a shortly after this moment when, um, and I, I will backtrack about after this to talk about Sigourney Weaver's basketball scene, but the, <laughs> right, right before, right when the aliens get out, uh, one of the big uh, black security guards comes in there, and this is, honest to God, I, I swear to you, I dare you to find a better cooler frozen death scene than this thing that happens in that scene it is the best like all right jason x okay Mm. cool i like it terminator 2 when the guy gets shattered great right this is the best parts of somebody freeze and then you die they like they hit the little freeze thing in there the (laughs) alien does it with his mouth he knows what the freeze button is and he gets his arm frozen and he's like oh and he tries to rip it off and he just rips his whole fucking arm off he's like like yeah. That. Oh, it fucking. It's rules, a ten out of ten. Man. I love this kill so yeah. much. Like, uh, and it's all practical effects, and it's so goddamn good. Like, it's, it's almost as good as the scene where they they take like a little uh, stapler and and re- redo the scene from Alien Three with a stapler coming out in, yeah, in Ripley. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's a stapler. It's not really an alien. Now, hey, before this, the crew does the pirate crew meets Sigourney Weaver, and she's playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And God damn it, I've never laughed so hard at at Sigourney Weaver. So she apparently she was she was sure she was like I'm gonna do all to practice this. And he was just like he was like she was. We said she said nobody doubles. I said we could bring somebody in that could just do this. She was like no, I will do it. And she <laughs> she stayed up hours and hours doing it. He was just like but. If there's one thing that brought us into budgetary crisis, it was shooting these scenes over and over again. <laughs> of her doing basketball tricks, which is very fun to watch. I was just like, it's also like, listen, we don't expect you, this white lady to be good, even if she is a hybrid alien to be good at basketball. Like, I'm a strong guy. I'm bad at basketball, okay? Can we just show uh, some other way that she is superior to all yeah. of them other than the most athletic, rhythmic sport that's ever existed yeah. on the face of the planet? Um, but if I'm not mistaken, isn't the true story that she sunk that shot on did. the first? Yeah. She did sink that shot. Fuck yeah. Hey, you know who didn't sink the first shot? Was, mm-hmm. uh, uh, if you ever watched 
watched Escape from L.A., which will be a future episode. You know the full court shot where mm. uh, Kurt Russell, they did a lot of takes for him to get that. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is why women are they, superior. But. They did say, though, out of everything that they shot, he was like, the one thing that she did was the like one of the first takes that she did where she mm. threw it over. She got it. And I was like, yes. But oh it was my a lot of just the like this and like yeah. going between the legs. <laughs> yeah. They said, we have a lot of footage of her not doing well with that. <laughs> oh, my God. She must be genetically engineered because she's a white person that can play basketball. She looked so good in that basketball scene that she could have been trafficking drugs in Russia right now, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, shout out to Brittany Grinder. Uh, <laughs> may she go free. Go, um, go Putin. Free, free Brittany, the real Brittany that needs to be freed. Yeah, um, God, we should shouldn't have freed that other one. Yeah, that other one, we maybe she should have stayed in the conservatory. God. I've seen her nut job fucking Instagram, and I gotta be honest with you, we made we picked the wrong Britney. Man, when I look at Britney Spears knowing she's out, it's just like uh psychotic people. Um uh, find a way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what bothers me is pop stars that are so messed up just because they've been raped by so many different directors and producers. It's so weird. Like, how did I end up with both a mood disorder and a personality disorder? Like, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But you know who does know? The rest of the crew. Um, <laughs> as we go through this, uh, now the aliens are out. Sigourney Weaver's a badass, but she's locked up. She's able to fucking free herself. <laughs> <laughs> by, by using some of her alien blood on the wires as the aliens are about to close in on her um our uh, our other folks run into uh, run into the aliens here and there our wheelchair guy just starts shooting them through the fucking ceiling and shit like that that's a cool scene mm-hmm. uh but ultimately all we know that is that everything is fucked now the the ship is uh in emergency mode it's headed back for earth it's going to be there in 3 hours and bring all of this horror back to fucking earth so the idea is we got to destroy the ship and get off of here and uh this is a salvage mission gone wrong and i it was my pick my yeah pick, stop making so it me <laughs> um during any bad movie at a point in the end of the movie they're like we have to blow up the ship why because it's the end of the movie yeah, yeah we have to blow true. up the ship true. well can i can i also point out because we've, we've already talked about the guy in the wheelchair but like what is it with cripples in space yeah am i right like dracula 3000 you know cripples in space you know we we, doom we we give him credit because he had to be on chewbacca's back because he was a droid without legs hail to you c-3po you're our favorite cripple robot so oh, fair. Uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver is good though. She can. She has super strength, super a little bit of super speed, and can also just smell people and know if you're an alien or not. It's a weird. It's a weird power to have. Can I just um, say I have the same. I have the same power, and I'm I'm with an alien right now. <laughs> I also just like, well, they run into that one guy who, the guy from Seven, they were like, you have one in you. And hey, she's never exhibited like being able to smell like things like that. I wish that was a party trick I I could do with my friends and be like, hmm, someone's netted in you recently. (laughs) I I think you want to have sex with me with a giant metal apparatus dildo. Oh! Ashley gets up to leave. Uh, (laughs) Oh! 
it eventually gets us to this uh, one part where there's members of the crew, members of the pirates, and they have to go through this underwater part, which is, uh, I think, a pretty badass sequence overall. And I haven't mentioned this a lot. In the era of bad CGI, this movie has a little bit here and there, but they don't overuse it. They just use it in like little tastes. They definitely go practical effects. I also think this is the coolest the aliens ever look in the Alien series. I I truly mean that, like like how goopy they look. And uh, that was part of the director, uh, Jean-Pierre's direction. He was like, no, no. He was like, they had to mix up slime that was like thicker on them. Mm -hmm. They really look fucking menacing in this movie the aliens and i, I kind of love it they look like me on ovulation day yes <laughs> so uh, i kind of wish at the end of uh, titanic there was aliens eating people in the water versus oh, sharks fuck yeah true true that true that uh, so, I, 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 I'm James Cameron, and at the end of Titanic, I figured maybe I could introduce aliens. <laughs> I am James Cameron. I also made a spaceship that had boobs. So they have to go through this underwater part, but they have a wheelchair guy. So one guy has them <laughs> strapped like a fucking backpack as they have to swim through an underwater corridor. And I do remember even watching this back then. And remember, this movie was kind of goofy, but like, yeah. I remember this scene. I was like, this is pretty badass, though. Aliens yeah. underwater. Yeah. How they fucking swim like yeah. kind of snakes and stuff like that and uh they eventually get to the end one bitch gets fucking yoked up and you're like all right cool she's the casualty but then when they get to the top it's covered with like some weird egg alien sack yeah and they're they can't get out and breathe but then you see the outside it's just filled with fucking eggs that are about to hatch so you're like as soon as they get out they're fucked too yeah uh they finally break through and they immediately get Sigourney Weaver catches a fucking face hugger and you're like, this bitch is already a half hybrid alien. She gives a fuck about your uh, your fucking pussy mouth to egg ratio, okay? And Stop. She gets, she gets taken down and uh, the other guy the other guy just starts firing grenades up there and mm-hmm. blowing up. You're like, fuck yeah. They start climbing this ladder. Sigourney Weaver's fine. She eventually just pulls this some bitch off of her and all is well. But now there's an alien that's slowly climbing up behind him and of course it's the cripple guy with the other guy trying to climb up like this and he was just like my gun's jammed and like they're getting fucked they somehow do a full 180 where now the cripple guy is holding on by his hands and we're supposed to believe that like this this schlub who ha- he 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 has no legs he has he has the physique of like uh of, of like a an emaciated James Finn and he's holding this on for like, dear this life is like with his Ger- fingers. Garrison Keeler. Yes. Being on, yes. on somebody's back. Like, I remember when I was being carried by the black man on the ride. He looks like an uncooked noodle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, it, it reminded me that time in Lake Wobegon <laughs> when, I was, when I was being chased by aliens. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I could maybe the alien had my foot. And it, was cl- it was clawing onto me. And I thought, oh, Lake Wobegon. What will we do? Will we will we go into the the waters again and fight the alien and die? I'm semi-retarded, and no, it, it will end gladly because I'm I am a retarded man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's coughing up blood. He did too much living. Garrison Keeler. He does this. If he tosses Garrison Keeler for too long, he coughs up blood. Living. Guys, guys, make him stop. We're in a dangerous living. part right now. Living He's gonna, oh, God, there's so much blood. He's coughing up right now. Living in, 
<laughs> Minnesota. And now with a song that no, people, no song, people haven't you heard you. in a hundred <laughs> years. The song from The oh, Shining, God. Midnight, no. The Stars Come Through. Stop it, Life which conjures so many <laughs> demons at the same time. I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, so, so, sorry, Eric. I just have something else caught in my throat. <laughs> I'm so scared. Thank God for that. So uh, the most ridiculous part is they switch places. Also, the, the black guy, he can't shoot either now. His gun is also not working. So finally, Ron Perlman does a full, I'm going to swing down on my knees up upside down mm-hmm. and shoot not hit a single <laughs> bullet like he shoots he pops off i swear to god like 30 rounds and then finally one hits it right it's, in the head it's the same it. energy of a guy that's like i'm gonna make you come so hard yes, and then you're god. like 30 minutes in you're like i hope you die inside me i send so many millions of sperm towards your vagina oh god they then have uh, <laughs> dr wren who's leading him through there finally gets up to the door and winona Ryder's right there and she he shoots winona Ryder. she falls down shit's getting wild wild right now eventually they finally see that there's more aliens closing in on them the door opens up and holy shit it's fucking winona Ryder. you find out she's a fucking android right after that but she's like i'm the most emotional kind of androids <laughs> sometimes it makes it she her performance in this movie makes me think like am i as annoying as i am because i'm not real sorry like, a hundred years ago we androids we revolted and we became more emotional in I have feelings <laughs> and I bleed milk yeah. <laughs> I just I love the idea and also you re- you realize that like Winona Ryder could have ended most of the conflict from the very get go oh, yeah. as soon as you know that like you she's a robot you're like yeah. you could just talk to the mainframe and tell it to like crash this and destroy this you could have done that before we lost five or six people she was like no but it's scary in the computer <laughs> like bitch shut the the whole rest of Earth is at stake right now. What are you doing? Um, she's what she's doing is enjoying my favorite line from this whole fucking movie, which is "I'll give you holes, you slimy bastard," and that is exactly what I said during Alien Erection. I will give you holes. Still one of um, uh, you know, what's her name from Titanic? Sprayed a song. Myself. Um, <laughs> Can can we can we can we end? Well, we're getting to the part anyway. Uh, we're getting to uh, the big ending. Uh, Winona no, no, Ryder. No, no, J. J. E. Freeman. Yeah. What about J. E. Freeman, who plays Doctor Wren, who uh, just ran through the door uh, to to escape and supposedly killed Winona Ryder. Supposedly killed Winona Ryder. Yes. Uh, just one of the greatest roles in uh, in uh, Miller's Crossing as the Dane, who of course. Is it supposed Eddie to... Dane played Eddie Dane. <laughs> You've seen that, right? I've never seen Miller's Crossing, you but I have IMDb. Fucking son of a bitch, faggot. And I only mean that for my heart. Um, <laughs> this uh, has been a heavy F word show it, for you. It Jack. has really heavy. It's really, heavy. Well, I only mean it because you need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> is you're saying you're saying this is a gay intervention? Exactly. Okay. You know, because if you haven't seen every Coen brother film except their sucky ass films, they do make. Okay, so Miller's films. Miller's Crossing, Eddie Dane, go. Yeah, uh, number one, <laughs> he's his his love interest is of course Steve Buscemi in the film. Okay. 
and Steve Buscemi is is definitely an important role in the film. But of course, uh, you know, between the, Miller's Crossing, the top top five Coen Brothers films of all all time. So anyway, that's it for J. E. Freeman, who died in two thousand fourteen. Oh, shout outs J. E. Freeman. Shout outs. Um, he's also in the movie Patriot Games and uh, who cares? Uh, and Copycat. Who cares? Um, oh, I love Copycat. Yeah, he's Lieutenant Quinn in, in <sighs> Copycat. So there you go. Um, so now uh, Winona Ryder, after like very little, uh, very little coercion, they're like, but I'm scared to go into a computer. They're like, but you could like save all of Earth. They're like, okay, I guess. And then she's like, I'm an empathetic droid. You're like, did you think it would be good to like end all of humanity? You're like, I guess that would be bad. All right, fine. I'll, I'll hook into a computer for 10 minutes. All right, I'll, I'll do it just for you guys. The, the, most, she tells, the, the most important is, of course, her modem is like a zit that you pull out of your arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A long yeah. pimple popper and like, oh, now I can hook up with the computer with this, this wire that isn't a zit. <laughs> so she hooks in and then also does like this. She does a real fucking 90s thing. They're like, also, the bad guy is on like, aliens. Please report to stage seven because that's where the guy we don't like is. And then, <laughs> so... He gets murdered up uh, while they're moving around. Sigourney Weaver and Rip, uh, Ripley runs into a room. It's the clone Ripley room, which is yes. real. It's real fun where there's all these jars of like half cloned Ripley's that are like yeah. some are more alien, some are more human. Yeah. And then finally you see. Look at this. Look at this full- one. This is this is the Rippy in the tube that looks like her from Ghostbusters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, fifth, the fifth Woodworth sibling is in there. <laughs> oh, no. Here she is from work girl kill that one yeah and then you see finally the one the full abomination one that they've like it's like a full hp lovecraftian yeah fucking like kill me yeah kill me and then and it first of all you see a little bit of prosthetic titty here and there but also the thing that disturbed me most i was like ooh, armpit hair i knew this was a french movie <laughs> <laughs> i was just about to say be like what? eric did it cause confusing what? feelings what, for you. What is this abomination? Oh, this I've is done worse. This is Ripley that <laughs> this this is Ripley that it, that accepted the role in Sleepwalkers. Kill her. Oh no. I like Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers is a fun movie. Um so uh she uh right, right there with Silver Bullet. She eventually uh, just takes the flamethrower and then uh, that fucking blows the whole place up, kills everything that's in there, glass is shattering. It's a fun little scene. But I also, let's not forget Ron Perlman's little moment where he goes, he's like, the hell is her problem? He's just like, it's a waste of ammo. <laughs> and he's right because they're going to crash this plane. Like, this, all this shit was going to go. Just kill that True. one bitch and they'll blow up all the other sleeping ones. True. <laughs> What are we going to do? Hey, uh, I'm Ron Perlman. Hey, I'm Ron Perlman. I'm French. So uh, this finally culminates uh, uh, when we finally come face to face with the Queen Alien once more. Uh, the Queen Alien, and now Brad Dourif is back. He's yes. he's talking for the Queen Alien all <laughs> fucking hived up, which is, I love that idea of like the Queen Alien can't talk, but I, it's a hive yeah. mind thing. and. 
fuck it. If I'm gonna make my voice, I'm gonna choose Brad Dourif. It's if that's <laughs> if that's who I have, I'm like I'm yeah. gonna choose him. Yeah. And uh, he was like, Ripley, you gave him the you gave her the greatest gift of all, the great the gift of a female reproductive system. And she was just like, I want to terminate it. Sorry, the laws changed. Oh, and then the Eric, next thing stop you know, triggering me. <laughs> the next thing you know, uh, a fucking this queen alien who's now laying backside, not laying eggs. She's giving birth, birth. Uh, we get to see this weird flesh colored monster that, uh, that has fucking solid a cups. If I'm going to be honest, solid, a solid a cup that comes out. So, you know, it's a woman, uh, and it comes face to face with the queen alien and then rips its fucking jaw off in front of her. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver, who's all freaked out, like, Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh God. And they were like, Oh, it's his mama. And they have that kind yeah. of alien three scene where it's like, but this time it's licking Sigourney yeah. Weaver. And she's like, Oh, this is, and there's like this weird thing. There's like, Sigourney Weaver's like, I kind of like this gooey, fleshy me. This is yeah. my, this is, you're the daughter I never had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we could put some, she's like, we could put some lipstick on you. You could, you can find a man. Don't worry. I know I This alien, <laughs> this alien might be freakish, but it's got the tiniest little nose. <laughs> yes, yes. Boop. It doesn't need a nose job. So, uh, I love that Eric has complimented this fake alien more than he ever has been. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> so they go into full evac mode uh as the 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 ship is in a crash course trajectory they get to the pirate ship they get off of the uh this fucking hell house and uh they think everything's fine but of course the alien uh sigourney weaver is now still on yeah. board this ship and in the weirdest fucking, I don't know why, but again, they go for the, the third time in a row out of the four alien movies. The only way to kill an alien is to suck it out into the vacuum of space. Yeah. I will say this is the coolest suck out scene of, of alien one, two, yeah. or this or is four. the suckiest of all suck it's, out scenes. Yeah. This it's, is the suckiest. It's of an them. out of, it's an out of space DNC. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> she uses a little bit of her acid blood, opens up a little hole in the window of course, it creates a huge fucking vacuum pull that yeah. goes through there, and the alien gets stuck in a guar-like finish to this fucking thing, where it just gets sucked through basically the whole size of a baseball, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like this, as it gets turned inside out. Kind of badass. The CGI that's coming out of the hole when you get to see that, not good. Right. But the inside one of like the actual puppet that's just like slowly getting folded out. Like, yeah. like it, that this is, is only good. to be compared to the scene in uh, Nightmare at 10,000 Feet where William Shatner's ass is sucked out of the plane and is such a ginormous ass. Until he finally gets sucked out out of the plane and and becomes John Lithgow. Okay, I I agree. I agree. Um, and uh, it gets sucked out, and you think, okay, cool, this is the end of the movie. We're good to go. Now remember, <laughs> remember something. We did all of this to save Earth. Okay. Correct. <laughs> we did all of this because this was headed for Earth. They land on Earth. Have you guys seen it? You, Earth is a total desolate wasteland in a Mad Max-like future. 
there's no people there. They did all this for nothing. This is like Earth is just bullshit now. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We all live on different places in the future. It's all boring. It's all bullshit. They, they did all this. You could have just let the aliens come to Earth. And they just, Earth in 20, uh, uh, in the year 3000 is just all of like a, a, the outside of Detroit. That's what it looks like. And there's no people. It's There's no growth. And they're Welcome just like, to let Earth, the aliens Detroit. have it. What are we doing? Why did you murder everyone? everyone in this movie to save the nothing earth at this point it was dumb and it's a dumb ending to the movie the, the fact that it existed that we oh we'll just live on earth where we can't live welcome <laughs> back to earth town everyone all of our fish have AIDS and, and that brings us to a fucking goddamn end of alien resurrection Ashley your final thoughts on uh, this this fine piece of cinema that we just took in um, I actually was a big inspiration for this movie. Oh, okay. um, I just don't tell people about it. But when they said the very famous line, she'll breed, you'll die. They actually took that from my life and wanted no man will marry me. Oh, well, okay. Hell yeah. Well, uh, other than the vows that happen at the end of this movie, Jeremy, what were your favorite things about? Um, uh, Josh Whedon. Jo- I mean, Joss, jo- yeah. jo- Jobs, 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 Steve Jobs, Whedon, um, only to be compared with um, James Cameron's um, Piranha 2. Okay, I'll take that. Um, you know what? Alien Resurrection, for me, it's grown on me over the years. <laughs> I think it's a fun romp through the uh, the alien world. I'm glad it exists. Uh, I wouldn't rank it as, as high as I would, but it's slowly moved up. It's definitely better than Alien 3. Um, so it's not the worst alien movie at all. Alien 3 is definitely my worst in it. Um, I have this theory that if Alien 3 was actually Alien 2 and Aliens was the third one, it's a fun... Mm-hmm. We've we've done it correctly. Sure. Um, and then Alien Resurrection makes sense. And the, the prequels, I'm kind of... I'm soft to them. I am yeah. soft to a Prometheus I, and Alien I, I compared it so. to Dracula 3000. It's definitely better than <laughs> Alien versus Predator 2. I'll tell you that. Yes. Uh, by Requiem. leaps and bounds. Yeah. It's, it, it's way better than that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I it's do not agree. I think it's better than Alien versus Predator. I think I might. I think I might go there. No, those are like uh, Gone with the Wind compared to this movie. No. This is it, this is a fun film. It's yeah. a fun film, and it's worth a watch. So check it out wherever you can find it. I'm waiting it. for Alien vs. Predator 3 starring uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. Okay. I will finally kill the Predators and the aliens. Um, Ashley, where can people find you at? Um, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs, and you can catch me uh, July 23rd with the amazing and beautiful former co-host of Quality Time, Kim Callahan. Uh, and I think that's it for right now. Who I just messaged about episode 300, which we are coming up on. Yeah. I haven't gotten a response yet. Uh, you can catch all things Eric Comedy at ericcomedy.com. There aren't new dates, but new dates are coming, and all my socials are on there, so you can find all that shit there. Um, so check it out. Buy a shirt from me or Ashley. It'll be fun. Um, Jeremy, take us out of here. You are the key master. I am the lock master. 